0: tuned in to the Jumper Cable Records podcast where together we discover new and emerging artists and learn from industry professionals and I'm your host Kiara Davies. I cannot wait to get into today's show. We have the absolute pleasure and privilege to sit down with one of Nashville's up-and-coming forces to be reckoned with. She's a Virginia native, a country artist with a refreshing yip We've got Tori Hughes on the show, everybody. Welcome, Tori. What's going on? Thank you all for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We're so grateful. Thanks for taking the time to hang out. And I mean, I'm just excited for our our listeners to get to know who you are, kind of know what you're all about and all about your music.
1: I'm super excited. This (laughs) is my first
0: uh, podcast interview. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes. We're excited then. We should celebrate. (laughs) What do you say we break the ice with... Some rapid-fire questions. Sounds good. All right. We're ready. This one is um, kind of a two-parter. The first part isn't much of a rapid-fire question, um, but I know you started playing guitar at a young age. Can you tell us what those early days looked like? Like, what inspired you to pick up a guitar? And then part two is, what was the first song you learned on the guitar?
1: Okay, so I... Grew up loving music my entire life. Um, I I started playing guitar uh, probably when I was around seven or eight. But I had a little Toys R Us one that I would literally just, like, make random racket on. (laughs) I'm so sorry to my parents. (laughs) Uh, Probably when I was, like, four, I got that. But my brother got a guitar when I was around seven or eight. And I also discovered Taylor Swift around that age as well. And they were both at the same time. So I was like, well, I want an actual guitar. Like, I want to learn. That's the perfect storm right there. Yes, it was. And so (laughs) I saved up my money, and I went and got this tiny little baby one from Guitar Center. And the rest is kind of history. I Let's see. With that guitar, I got lessons for Christmas as well. I took four guitar lessons. It was a great time. And see, I think the first song that I learned, it was either mine by Taylor Swift, or it was her cover of Drops of Jupiter. Oh, like wow. her cover. Yeah, it wasn't the train song. Yeah. yeah. So it was Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor
0: Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I like that. I mean, that's that's universal. That's mm-hmm. a good sound. Awesome. Well, another thing that we did love about you when we first met, I mentioned just a second ago that you are originally from Virginia. Dallin and I met in Virginia 13 years ago. We even named one of our daughters Virginia. We just, it's a beloved state. We will, it'll always hold a special place in our hearts. Um, but I want to kind of know more about your background if you could write an ode about just one thing Virginia themed, what would you write about? Oh gosh, did I that question know. make sense? I feel like it came out all weird. Kind of. <laughs> like what's one thing that's like, yeah, if you could about Virginia, like if I could
1: write anything yeah. about it, like what's like special about it? Yes, kind of what would you write about probably the history of it, my Mom is a history major, my dad is a history buff, total nerd about it. They both are. Oh, wow. Uh specifically Civil War history mm-hmm. and just the beginning of Virginia in general. So I've been to all of the battlefields, not all of them, but majority of them. Um and then I've feel like I've toured everything that there is to tour and see everything that there is to see about the beginning of Virginia. I have an ancestry as a house in Jamestown. Like oh, wow. the foundation of it's still there. Mm-hmm. Um so probably honestly the history of it. That I'm like super so cool. captivated by it.
0: There is so much out mm-hmm. there. Do you have a, like a special or a favorite monument or historic landmark? Hmm. Not really. <laughs> I'm gonna be hot hot honest. Not. There I don't really, So much. There's I mean, there's, there's so much. There's so many memories at all of them. Yeah. So that's pretty cool though. Yeah. That's cool. I'm I'm with you on on that answer. Hey guys, can we take a minute to brag about our friends at Everastoria? Ever Astoria offers meaningful handmade polymer clay jewelry in hopes to bring others closer to Christ. Each piece of jewelry is intentionally themed with a the message of hope for the wearer and serves as a small physical reminder of how God sees you. And if you're not completely sure about the many design collections by Ever Astoria, custom orders are welcome. Check out all their beautiful creations and fun behind-the-scenes videos of polymer clay jewelry on Instagram at Everastoria. That's at E-V-E-R-E-S-T-O-R-I-A. New designs are dropped monthly. That's E-V-E-R-E-S-T-O-R-I-A. Awesome. Thanks for letting me brag. Let's get back to the episode. talking about the first time that we met you. The first time we met you, what? You were playing a set at Nash House Southern Spoon and Saloon which for our listeners who aren't local it's a restaurant here in Nashville and it has like delectable food. It's so good. Um, But yeah. So good. It is. Um, But you were playing a set there and that particular venue is really cool. It has cool vibe. The layout is really open to live music. It has a cool like Southern saloon aesthetic, which is like, go figure, it's a Southern saloon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you've been in Nashville for a few years now. You've played a plethora of venues over the years. So I want to know what has been your favorite venue to play live?
1: Probably Live Oak. I do if you've been oh, to Live Oak. Yes. Yeah. The live Oak. sound there. The sound there, the stage. Every time that you go, there's always majority people are listening. Yeah. It's They're just beautiful. There's always somebody there too. You know, it's such a cool, awesome hangout spot that it brings so many people back. I just, I love it. I I love it so much there.
0: Um, Can you tell us a little bit about playing live music in Nashville for those listening?
1: Yeah, um, it's so much fun. I think I've, I don't think I've had any more fun at many gigs other than Nashville gigs. Uh, They're just, There's something... People go to Nashville mainly for the music. Mm -hmm. And so instead of fighting with the crowd's attention and everything, or they're not being music lovers, pretty much everybody that you encounter in the audience is going to be a music lover. That's true, yeah. So they all sing along, and they all clap, and they're interactive, and they request songs, or they love your songs, and they come up and they tell you that they love your songs. And it's just... It's a whole other experience.
0: That is really special. I will say... Growing up in a big, bigger city in LA, like you don't get that kind of community, that rallying um, everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a really cool feeling. Well, I love that. I love those answers. But it is honestly so, Dallin, who's behind the camera today, and I, it, we have had the privilege to to witness that spark that you, Tori Hughes, have playing and performing live. It's really just an awesome thing to witness. Um, I want to know more about that. So who are some of your earliest influences? Who gave you the real push to pursue music and to come here to Nashville specifically?
1: So earliest influences, probably old Shania. My dad and my mom love Shania so much. Uh, But the biggest one is going to be Taylor Swift. She was the reason that I discovered Nashville. When I was seven or eight, I became like an obsessive fan of her i'm not afraid to I'm not ashamed to say it um <laughs> we all are a little bit. Mean. exactly everyone's <laughs> a little bit of a swifty yeah um and i was like well she got discovered in nashville i want to go to nashville that's where you go for music i want to go there and i convinced I, I tried to convince my parents i was like can we move to nashville can we move to nashville every time no <laughs> um and so when it was time for me to go off to college they were like what are you thinking about studying? Where are you thinking about going? And I was like, I want to go to Nashville.
0: Oh, I love that. And
1: uh, here I am. My mom actually over quarantined. So I graduated high school in 2020. Um, and when the world was shut down and I wasn't actually going to school anymore, my mom was going through a bunch of stuff in the house and she found a journal from my fourth grade English class. And there was an entry in it that said, uh, "It was, the question, I guess, was like, where do you want to go to college? Like different things. And in there it said, I want to go to college in Nashville, Tennessee. Aww. So she was like, even in fourth grade, like you knew you were going to end up there.
0: That's um, really sweet. And it was right
1: after I got accepted into Belmont and everything.
0: Wow. So, so you have this little journal entry framed, right? <laughs> no, it's not framed. Mom's still, mom still, mom has it. it. She's, she's holding on to it. I do That's need to frame great. it. That's really I sweet.
1: Need, I need to get her to. Send it over to me, <laughs> put it in a frame on the wall.
0: I love that. Well, so you must be writing, co writing like crazy. This town seems to be such a fertile, like, mm-hmm. breathing ground for the writing process. Mm-hmm. Can you share with us what that process looks like for you? Like, wh- what recipe have you found that works, getting those creative juices flowing or even overcoming writer's block? Do you have anything that you found to be like the, the secret sauce?
1: It is different every single time. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing for me is honestly, there's certain, after writing with certain people and going to certain rounds and seeing other writers in town, mm-hmm. there are definitely certain writers that you come up with certain ideas and you're like, this writer would kill it. Mm-hmm. And so I guess part of the secret sauce, I guess you could <laughs> call it is it's watching other people. It's listening to who is putting out what, who's writing silos, what, and catering it to that. So you go into a certain write and you're like, okay, I know this person's really good at writing this type of song, this vibe. And then also just finding people that you love to co-write with.
0: That's great. Yeah, you've got to find, yeah, the people who align with what feels right with your style. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. And the rest just kind (laughs) of comes. I know many of our listeners are creative people who are doing multiple things at once. You know a little bit about that. You're balancing school. Like you said, you're a student at Belmont University. Um, You're balancing school while performing most nights of the week while creating music, while recording, writing, all this, all this stuff. Um, what are some hard rules or boundaries that you keep to be able to do that? Pretty much telling myself, and this is something that I've really had to work
1: on recently, especially. Okay. Is telling myself, like, I may not want to get up and do a specific thing, but two years ago, this is exactly where I wanted to be. My parents are really good at reminding me about that as well. Um, obviously, school is school, and it's, not always the easiest or the most exciting thing, especially when you have like 8 a.m. math classes. No way. But uh, my parents are very good at being like, Tori, two years ago, you were so extremely excited to be able to go to Belmont. Um, And just reminding myself over and over, like this is where I dreamt of being for the last 14 years of my life. Um, And so to kind of take every day with, a certain happiness about it, an appreciation that i've made it this far and i'm not done either
0: that's so cool so. like just to remember this is what you prayed for this is what you envisioned and you're getting it done mm-hmm. i know sometimes it's really hard to or it's really easy i should say to lose sight of and so that's really great that you stay grounded um and that you have that support that's awesome well you're here now you're in the full swing of things you're going to be graduating belmont soon um what can we your fans do to help propel your musical goals within this next year stream follow uh come out to
1: the gigs and say ah. hey I absolutely love meeting people um some of the best times is when you're playing a writer's round and somebody comes up to you after the show and is like hey I just want to let you know like this song really touched me because um, that's ultimately what we do it for we do it for everybody else we do it for ourselves but uh, a lot of it is for other people. And so just reaching out honestly keeps artists and songwriters motivated to know that what they're doing, not only for themselves, but for other people is actually working. It is uh, it is touching people and it's helping people heal and it's helping people feel things that they may not feel without it.
0: That's so true. It's it's huge just to, like you said, let people know Um If you are listening, let her know. Uh, So when this episode airs, you will have a debut single too soon. It'll be out. Can you tell us the story behind this incredibly beautiful, like heart wrenching song?
1: So I wrote it with two guys, Cody Kelly and Patrick Carpenter. And we, it was the first time Cody and Patrick met actually. I had written with both of them before, but Mm -hmm. I was like, I think the three of us would have really, really good chemistry. And so we scheduled a write, we went into the write, and all of us were like, cool, so who has an idea? Uh, and Cody was actually the one who came up with the idea. He was like, so I have this idea, but it has to be written right. But it's, the hook of it, it's it's talking about, like, a, it's talking about a dog, but it's like, oh, this happens too soon. Like, I remember this happening, and this, and I can't get over this, because good dogs die too soon. And Patrick and I were like, let's do it. Like, let's do it. And- Cody came up with the first line and then we just, we rolled with it. And it like, it came out like butter. Like it was, so I it's, like one, that. it's one of those songs that it just flowed out. And I'm so incredibly grateful that it did because it was my, it's one of my favorite songs that I've ever written.
0: And it's beautiful. It's like one of my favorite songs that I've ever heard. So I appreciate <laughs> it's that. It's gorgeous. I'm sure the boys will appreciate that as well. <laughs> so this is, like I said, your debut single. This is huge. This is a big milestone, Mm -hmm. like a, it's a big deal. Do you have any advice for our listeners who are musicians who have, you know, they have all their songs in their notebooks. They are just, they're anxious to get it recorded. Maybe something's holding them back. Maybe it's mental, maybe it's financial, whatever it might be. Do you have any advice for those people who just need to be like pushed a little just over the threshold?
1: Find people that you trust their opinion and just do it. Just do it. That's a, that's advice that one of my best friends gave me as well because it's such a scary thing being like, well, this is what I want to invest time in and money in. Like, I want to put this specific song out, yeah. and I want it like this. And I thankfully had a group of friends around me who they did believe in the me, and they believed in the song, and they were like, look, like, this is a really good song. You need to put it out. And it was... People coming up to me. When people start letting you know or you see reaction from anybody, that's a really good sign because that means that it's doing what it's supposed to. So just jump off the deep end. It's a very scary thing, but put the time into it. Put the money into it and just give it your all. And think about it, but don't think about it too much. That's kind of all I got to
0: say about that, No, that's great. That's great because it's always going to be scary no matter Mm -hmm. when you do it. So just remember that it's an investment. Like you're saying, like, do it. It's going to be worth it. Bet on yourself. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. All right, Tori, can you give us the handles? Like, where can our listeners follow you, connect with you, see you
1: live? You can find me on all social media platform at Tori Hughes Music. You can also find me on my website, ToriHughesMusic.com, where I have all upcoming show dates. I'll have stuff about too soon on there. By the time this video airs. By the <laughs> yeah. Time the episode. You all out. can go
0: check it out by now. <laughs> yeah.
1: So go check it out. Um, uh, but you can also go on there and you can uh subscribe to my newsletter so you can get updates about certain things. I'll just say hey every once in a while. But that's that's kinda where it's at. And if you wanna
0: say anything, just reach out. I try to get back to everybody as quickly as possible very cool and she's a great person to talk to so you're gonna want to go do that (laughs) thank you you've all just discovered country artist tori hughes on the jumper cable records podcast and all right you all got your marching orders give her a follow on tiktok and instagram at tori hughes music stay up to date on her live shows her new music and be the first person to hear when she has new releases dropping so you you know, if you're listening to this episode, stop the episode, go stream Too Soon on Spotify now. You're gonna want to stick around though, because Tori's about to play an acoustic exclusive set for y'all. So turn it up. He said the way
2: my blue eyes shine put those Georgia stars to shame that night, night. said that's. Just a boy in a Chevy truck that Had a tendency of getting stuck On back roads at night And I was right there beside him All summer long And then the time we woke up To find that summer gone But when you think Timmy crawl I hope you think my favorite song
0: when we dance to all
2: night long The moon like a spotlight on the lick When you think happiness I hope you think that little black dress Think of my head on your chest In my old faded blue jeans When you think Timmy me girl, I hope you think of me Saw a month of tears And thanking God that you weren't here To see me like that And in a box beneath my bed Is a letter that you never read From three summers back It's hard not to find it all A little bittersweet Looking back on all of that is nice to believe And you think to me girl I hope you think my favorite song The one we dance to all night long The moon like a on When you think happiness I hope you think that little black dress Think my head on your chest my old faded blue jeans And when you think to me, girl, I hope you think of me And I'm back for the first time since then I'm standing on your street And there's a letter left on your doorstep And the first thing that you read Is when you think to me, girl, I hope you think my favorite song Someday you'll turn your radio on I hope it takes you back to that place When you think happiness I hope you think that a little black dress I Think of my head on your chest In my old faded blue jeans Willing you to think Timmy grow. I hope you think of me Think of me. Mm -hmm. You said the way my blue eyes shine, put those Georgia stars shame that night. Said it's a lie. six weeks on Saturday since we laid you down in that grave under that oak tree Living without you's a living hell, you've been my best friend since I was twelve and now it's just me And I still get calls about Of all that we've been through, I miss those spreading out on the farm. The bonfire lights underneath the stars with the other boys out. Dog's dad, too soon. The collar still hangs from my front door. Two toys laid out in the floor, I can't put them away. My bed's still covered in your Make it feel like you're still there, even though you ain't. And I still get calls about you, reminding me of what I can't get through. Other boys howling at the moon. I can't do Saturdays down by the lake, cause our memories can't be replaced, and it don't feel the same without you. I guess what everybody says is true. Your good dogs die too soon. Barking you, howling with the other boys at the moon I can't do Saturdays down by the lake cause our memories can't be replaced And it don't feel the same without you But yeah, I sure do miss you Cause good dogs